my God, it's still Christmas and we're still grooving along here. Okay, Dennis, lash it to us. Hello again, everybody. Welcome to Thursday Comics, the 12 Books of Christmas, number seven. Dun, 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 dun. With our host, Dennis Osborne, and his Superman's pal, Wallace Ron, bing, 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 bing. Which is weird, because I look like Jimmy Olsen. Yeah, yeah, so, really. Uh, yeah, well, now that you mention it, yeah. yeah I do. <laughs> throw, throw a camera around your neck, and uh, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, and I kind of look like Lowe's Lane, but, you know, as a man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Now I look more like Perry White. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're at, what? Well, I mean, we're at number seven. Number seven. What the fuck happened? It just <laughs> These days just seem to be flying by. Flying by. So uh, we're having fun so far. So la- so we've had, I guess, an independent, uh, a DC. Uh, uh, I had Dark a Marvel, War. two Marvel. Okay, well, I had two DC. <laughs> Funny yep. enough, I had two DC, yeah. an Image, uh, Dark Horse, and then, jeez, uh, who did do the, uh, they called us enemy. Was that an IDW, I think it was? I think maybe. I think so. Yeah. I'll have to dig it, it out. Independent, so. Yeah. So who gives a fuck? Group it independent. Yeah, yeah. Shag him. So uh, who goes first this time? You Is go it, first this it's time. It's me? It's my turn? Okay. Oh, I'm like a kid in a candy shop here. In some kind of shop here, right? <laughs> okay. So my pick of number seven out of the 12 books of Christmas is... <laughs> The Winter of the Cartoonist. Okay. Now, of course, like, a lot of people right now are saying, what the fuck is the matter with Wallace? <laughs> what the fuck is he talking about? Because this is this is a little book that seemed to go under under the, the radar for, for a lot of people. But it was, um, geez, was it Archeo? I got it around here somewhere. Anyway, I, I've been reading it. It's about these, you know, based on a true story about these artists working for a Spanish comic book company and they go off and form their own and then they're screwed over and all that (laughs) end up having to go back to the original publisher and it's it's i know it's 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 a great little book it's 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 well well worth checking out um uh i've got i think i've i've read up to almost see the end of it now and it's uh i mean it's funny enough i haven't seen this in any uh, like um, book book of the year type of thing or whatever. Um, it was from Fantagraphics. That's it. Uh, but I mean, it's 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 bloody amazing. It's by Paco Roca. Okay. And uh, so yeah, it's about uh, like I say, one of the biggest uh, bigger publishing houses uh, trying to put these guys out of business. But it's neat too because. They, it goes as they're going through some of these stories. It goes from winter to summer and all that. Okay. And the colors change for like the winter scenes seem almost kind of somber and all that. And but it's it's just absolutely absolutely beautiful. It's a, a little book. I mean, like I say, I, I I haven't seen much talk about it and stuff like that. But the illustration style, very simplistic, very very European. Uh, I don't know much about. To be quite honest, I don't know a lot about Pacaroca or his or his other books. Um, he did uh, one called Twists of Fate and another one called Wrinkles. Okay. 
And you know what? I think I actually have wrinkles. <laughs> so funny enough, it's one of those that I bought and then just got thrown thrown into the stack there. But uh, but I actually did read the Winter of the Cartoonist, and you know, as as a comic book artist slash cartoonist myself, um, it's definitely one to uh, to to check out. Another one for the independent column. Yes, exactly. And those fine fine folks at <laughs> Fanographics, I love them. If they were here right now. I'd lick them. <laughs> All right, then. Okay. Better than me, I suppose. <laughs> okay, and now, of course, now that that's done, it's time for your choice here. So, Dennis's number seven is... Our first duplicate book. Oh, my God. Jonah Hex Weird Western Tales. Whoa, okay, excellent, excellent. I was, I was wondering, you know, I, I mean, we've talked about this before, yeah. other ones, when we, if we were going to nail the same one. Uh, why it's on my list is I love Westerns. Okay. And... Uh, one of my favorite genres, doesn't get as much love anymore. Yeah. Um, I love characters like Rawhide Kid, Two Gun Kid, Kid Cult. Yeah, me too. Um, all those collections. There's a new Love and War omnibus coming out. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. By Kirby, and now you're going to start collecting the Western one. Is I think coming out soon as well. Huh. So those genres from the '50s um, are starting to get a little bit of love. Yeah. Um, now Jonah Hex, obviously '70s, but it was it came back and. Rawhide Kid was kind of, yes, it was Western, but it was kind of lighthearted and mm. not really violent per se. No, Just classic no. Western story. Yeah. This kind of amps it up to the next level with more of an anti-hero character. Yeah, yeah really. Rawhide Kid was, a, you know, a, not rough, but it was a clean-cut, short stature. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, ah, shucks. Yeah, yeah, with a fancy leather suit, I guess, exactly. or whatever. Right. But the... Uh, Jonah Hex... Look accurate. The Confederate costume, <laughs> dark, gritty, the scarred face. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was an early. I'm not sure about the timeline, but it's an early, which we mentioned earlier, Punisher comic. Well, really, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's and it's it's funny because I've heard mention some people mention. Oh, you know, well, you know how sensitive some people are these yeah. days. You know, oh, he shouldn't be wearing a, a Confederate costume or, or a uniform. It's just like, oh, will you fuck off? Yeah. You know, you, what, are you going to go back and, and totally erase history? Because by erasing history, you lose all the lessons. You do. And, 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 and it's, and not only that, he ain't proud of it. No. He just, it's, it's almost like he, he got nothing better to <laughs> wear or whatever, or, or, I don't know what the sim- symbolism of it is. Well, maybe because he continues to wear it, even though he don't believe, you know, uh, well, ju- just from what, what he says in and all that, he, 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 well, he was disillusioned with it all anyway. And by the time the war ended, he, he had no time, at least from what I, I remember reading through it. It was like, you know, he was no, he, he's, he's not a Confederate symbol at all. No. Uh, he's just, he's just an American cowboy. <laughs> But and I used to love the the ads from back then too. I can always remember that. Will Will he? Was it him? Will he save the West or destroy it? Or was that Batlash? Maybe Batlash. I think it could have been. Yeah. But see, once but again, another fun Western character. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Batlash, very lighthearted and all yeah. that. But but still in the same vein of a bit more realistic uh, uh, than some other 
comics were were right. in terms of Western comics. Yeah. No, I agree with you too. I I was a huge fan of Rawhide Kid and Two Gun Two Gun Kid yeah. and Kid Cult Outlaw. <laughs> <laughs> I liked him because well, like, I mean, Two Gun Kid was cool because he was sort of in disguise, but Kid Cult Outlaw he was on the run, man. Yeah. You know, and you know, he, if he if he got caught, he was going to be strung up or something like that, right? But when you had See, horror in the 50s, which mm. kind of had a resurgence in the 70s with the magazines and with Marvel getting, to, you know, starting. Yeah. Um, and the House of Mystery and House of Secrets and stuff yeah. like that. The Western had that little bit of a resurgence with yeah. Jonah Hex. Yeah, yeah, for sure, I, I think. And, I mean, he, he like I say, he conti- continued on. I mean, there have been other teams that have really yeah. done a great job with them. Gray Palmiotti, of course, for one, and... and the Joe R. Lansdale ones and Tim- Timothy Truman. Yeah. Uh, I mean, those were great. They were, they, I mean, they, <clears throat> they almost added a tinge of horror to, to right. it too, right? Which, which kind of makes sense with knowing, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. with his appearance. But if you added supernatural elements to that in yeah. that time frame, yeah. Uh, it would still work. Yeah. Yeah. Do and you think it work? Putting him in the future. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Talk about, talk about suck. I mean, that, that series sucks so much. I can still hear it sucking somewhere <laughs> uh, way in the background here. <laughs> oh God. Okay. Well, uh, well, geez, that's, that's kind of cool that we, we, we finally nailed one there. We finally nailed one. So, okay. So, uh, we're halfway through right. the, the, those, the 12 books of Christmas. So again, like always tune in tomorrow. Yes. Or another Thursday comics, 12 books of Christmas number six. And it's going to be delightful. <laughs> okay, well, with that, um, I guess we'll invite to the stage once again our good pal, Bill Brandon. Okay, Bill, lash it to us. 